Exactly, I got fired. Oh. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Huh. He was talking shit about you. I was literally, literally about the, the, first, the first thing I heard was, I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, you want to explain, you want me to explain the story really quick? Go for, Go it. for it. Go for it. Go um, for it. So basically, I was starting transition, and um, I asked them at my old job to accommodate me and transfer me to another, another learning center. And eventually, they forced me out. So I eventually quit. That's the summary. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck em. Anyways, welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Filler. Um, I am your host, Maru. I have uh, some amazing uh, creators here, some amazing people, and we're going to talk about a very important uh, subject that goes along with streaming. Um, but let's do our, our introductions first. Um, obviously, I have my amazing co-host here, the Prince of All yeah. Saints himself. You damn right, Mr. Vegeta. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling? Uh, y'all already know what it is with me. It's your boy Nagi. Uh, back at it again with another episode of The Filler. We have some amazing, amazing representatives here in the community. Uh, some of them I know. Some of them I'm meeting for the first time. First and foremost, we are going to start off with Jess. Why? Right. right? Why? I'm just kidding. Um, so, so my name is Jess. Everybody calls me Jess. Um, I go by Activision on Twitch. Um, I'm a tr trans female streamer that has been transitioning for three years. Um, and uh, the big project that I had recently was um, we did a whole marathon for the Trevor Project, uh, raising over $33,000 in six days. Nice. That's so that was the big project that we do every year and I put together. So. That's awesome. Congratulations mm -hmm. on that major milestone. That is a fantastic thing. Thank you. Thing. Um, Thank you. Next, we have Ellie. I'm so happy I'm getting these names right. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. uh, please introduce yourself and let everybody know, you know, what you're about, what you got going on, so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, my name is Ellie Bean on Twitch and Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. Uh, I just shit post and stream. That's about it. <laughs> that's awesome i am i am also trans i've been uh out for a year and a half trans gay everything you know awesome awesome we are very happy to have you here we appreciate you for coming by and showing us what you're about um next we have i've been following her for a while and the, I, there's a story when she noticed me i kind of geeked a little bit because i'm like oh she's dope She's dope, and I'll be bald. I'm bald-headed. So y'all know, like, anybody with hair, I automatically magnify because it's like, <laughs> I'm I'm Dragon Ball. So, Saiyans. Anyway, Pika, appreciate you. Come I have a feeling. I was like, when you said something about hair, I was like, he's got to be talking about me. Yep. He has to be. I got a head wrap on today, but, yeah, I have big curly hair. Um, So, my name is Pikachu Lita. My real name is Katie, but I go by Katie, Katie Chu, Pika, et cetera, et cetera. Most people just call me Pika. Um, I am a uh, variety streamer on, obviously, Twitch.tv. Uh, actually, a partner as of uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, and I am a diversity and charity-focused variety streamer. Um, and I am also a bisexual slash pansexual black woman. Um, and yeah, I mean, my stream, 
I, I stream that full time, but part time um, in addition to my IRL job. Um, but my stream is heavy on community, um, play a huge variety of games. Um, we talk about everything from social issues to uh, sex ed, movies, games, et cetera, et cetera, pretty much anything that you can think of. Um, I am currently raising money um, for Brave Space Alliance, which is a black slash trans led charity um, based out of the north and I'm sorry, the west and south side of Chicago. Um, and I have also done fundraising for I may have been a part of the same fundraiser that Activision was a part of because it was for the Trevor Project uh, or it was the marathon. I, I don't, I can't remember because there was so many people a part of it, but it was it like a multi-day thing. It was a multi-day. It was six days. That, yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Then I was a part of that too. So, um, <laughs> so I took part, I took part in that as well. And I, like I said, I was like, oh my God, when she said yeah. that. So, um, yeah, like I said, I just do a lot of charity stuff, mostly based off of, um, I do St. Jude stuff every year, St. Jude play live, but I also do generally, um, you know, charities that benefit, you know, pretty much any marginalized community that you can think of. So that's. I think pretty much the gist there. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I told yeah. you literally at the beginning when we were talking, because those of you who don't know, we have a small discussion. Like I'd be, I'd be bothering them when Mar would be talking to y'all. He'd be chatting your ears off. But I talk to the guests and I tell them how close, you know, in a community we are. And that's obviously proven. So thank you again, Pika, for uh, sharing your story and letting us yeah, know what you're course. about. And mm -hmm. last but definitely not least, the myth, the legend, Katie, how are you? Let us know exactly what you're about, what you got going on, everything, so on and so forth. Just let it rip. Go for it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so I'm Katie, uh, which is funny because Pika's also Katie. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm trans girl. Uh, I pretty much try and make my community as welcoming as and as diverse as possible, pretty much just a case of you be you, no judgment. Uh, we're all just goofs at the end of the day, or well, goons as I like to call my my lot. Um, and I can see them already in chat. Fucking, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, it's all about just spread, spreading positivity or spread love like cheeks, as I like to say. Um, <laughs> I like that. I like that. And like that. yeah, it's it's all just about good vibes. Um, and just being yourself. Uh, I'm a full time. Twitch streamer, um, and very recently got declined for partner, but uh, we are able to reapply on the 28th, so the next Friday, um, but I've been streaming about a year and four months now, year and five months, um, and it's, it's, it's just been an absolute pleasure uh, every step of the way. I've um, been able to build an absolute amazing community that's just literally welcoming to every single type of person that you can think of and it's it's just an absolute pleasure waking up and streaming to these guys every day uh, but um, it'll be katie cat on every platform fantastic fantastic thank you so much for sharing that and letting us know exactly where to find you so that we could support wink wink i but that was ugly as hell tomorrow get take take it away because i'm i'm not i'm not I'm not doing well anymore. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. But yeah, so today we're going to be talking about, and, and I want to get this right, because every time I say it in my head, it, it comes out right. But when I try to say it, I always wind up messing it up. But it's LGBTQIA. Did I get it right? 
I think so. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll be talking about yes. that and, and streaming and yeah, just basic things that you guys go through on a daily basis as streamers, as, as creators. Uh, and, you know, we want to talk about some struggles, but we also want to highlight a lot of the positive um, things that you guys are able to do um, for yourselves and for the community. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, what, what's some, some things that you guys kind of go through uh, on a daily basis in your real life, I guess, and then also like when you're streaming too? Did you guys have any concerns when you started streaming? Like, hey, is, is this the right spot for me? Should I be doing this, um, being in this type of community? Do you have any worries? It's just more being worried about what it'll be like in general, because uh, definitely growing up, you get a lot of shit talking towards you uh, and a lot of like um, judging, all that kind of stuff um, towards, um, well, being trans, it's like a, a very big thing. So it, it, it's 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 adding an extra layer of scary onto it. Um, but yeah, it, it, it does happen. Um, but obviously you've got our communities and everything like that that understand where it is because we're like we're educated and everything like that and we've set a standard of you know love everyone all that kind of shenanigans so it's 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 been all right but like when you get raided and stuff like that or you got a newcomer and they don't realize or anything like that and they're just they're just they're just there to fucking wind you up um it becomes a bit of a bit of a downer sometimes but yeah except from my side anyway how does everybody else feel about that? Um, oh, uh, am I good? Am I good to? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just want to be sure because I don't want to like talk over somebody. Um, so for me, um, I definitely have a, a different experience as a um, cis woman, of course. Um, to be honest, I'm kind of at like this sort of three point intersection. I'm at the intersection of being a woman being black and being queer now granted because i'm a cis woman because i'm what people would consider a sort of um because i'm i'm obviously i'm what's considered a bisexual slash pansexual femme um so and i'm kind of what people can would consider like a conventionally attractive woman i do not face the same sort of um struggles that let's say a more so masculine adjacent woman or um any like sort of trans woman any non-binary individual i'm not going to have the same struggles that they're going to have they're automatically going to have it harder much harder than what i have it um in that regard i sort of have a kind of privilege over that the main sort of things that i will encounter um in relation to my um sexuality i don't experience obviously anything from my gender identity because i'm cis cisgendered um but in terms of my sexuality the most that i will experience is sort of fetishization um where it's mm. oh my gosh you're bisexual slash pansexual etc cetera, etc cetera. and that's obviously only when it's in relation to another let's say uh, feminine adjacent um, or another femme um, because that's kind of how just society is it's you know we see two attractive femmes and it's like oh my gosh this is what's fine this is acceptable but let me be you know with someone or dating someone um, that is 
not feminine adjacent or femme or whatever else, like let's say a more masculine um, adjacent woman, and it's a whole completely different story. So it's very picky and choosy. So that is not so much when it comes to going live on Twitch, something that I generally encounter. Um, I will say that I, you know, my community is full of queer folks, trans folks, non-binary folks, and, um, you know, I've got it pretty much stated really clearly in my rules. And, you know, obviously we'll come in and get trolls and I've had people come in and drop some homophobic or transphobic things, um, which obviously sucks, but my mods are really quick to get them out. But it's, I, I'm, I do not actually, when I go live, I do not encounter that sort of stuff directly. And that is, like I said, where my privilege sort of comes into play. I'm more prone to getting something just off of being a woman and being a black woman at that more so than my sexuality because I'm one of those people that because I'm bisexual slash pansexual, you probably would not know that unless you sort of looked at my bio and, you know, people don't like to read bios, but looked at my bio or probably heard me talking about it. And again, I'm sort of what's called the acceptable gay. So um, what society has deemed as being the acceptable gay. So I honestly don't really encounter those sorts of things um, on Twitch, needless to say. Hmm. I never, I never understood the fact of how, you know, people who are, are straight and don't have like really any say so really can declare the fact of what's acceptable and what they're okay with and what they're not okay with seeing, which never made sense. Like there there is no difference. First of all, it's none of your business. That's the, the right. thing. It's none of your business. Right. But I never understood the fact of why they're like, yeah, that's okay, but that's not okay. Like there's no rule book. There's no, you know, definite thing of like, hey, this is everything that we uh that the way it should be, and then these are the ways that it shouldn't be, and that's it. Everybody well, yeah, and it's, you know, and like I said, it's likened to, it's likened to fetishization because they find it attractive. It's, it's, it's arousing to them. So that's why, you know, again, depending on what kind of other individual they see me with, that is what is acceptable. You know, there's things, of course, like, um, there's unfortunately things like bi erasure, um, which is where people will invalidate somebody like me who's bi if they see me with a man. Um, but again, I, I and I stress this to people is I do not have it. At, and I know it's not like a competition or anything, of course, but mm-hmm. I stress to people that even with I mean, bi erasure sucks, don't get me wrong. But um, again, I just don't have it as hard as other queer folks do and I and I acknowledge that you know what I mean and I think that's very important to acknowledge it kind of you know echoes on the whole like um me having privilege being a um lighter skin sort of racially ambiguous looking black woman I'm not gonna have it as hard or as difficult as somebody of a darker complexion so I think it's important to acknowledge that me being bisexual and pansexual and sort of like say okay well hey fetishization sucks and biracial sucks but uh, it's not really, I guess, about me because at the end of the day, I can go out and, you know, I can go out in public and I don't have to face the same scrutiny and my safety is not on the line because of my sexuality like somebody else would be. Somebody else who's on a either a different gender identity or any other sort of, I guess, a acronym, you know, letter of the spectrum um, would face. So there's a, it, there's, a weird, there's a weird line with it because there's like... You've got, and I know probably 
um, Alien Active potentially come across what I'm about to say, where you've got, because um, like personally, I'm bi as well, uh, mm-hmm. but I lean into more, um, you know, being lesbian and that, because I've got my, I've got my missus um, that I live with. Uh, she's been biggest supporter and all that through this, uh, through everything. I'd known her since before I came out and all that kind of stuff. Um, but there's, there's, there's like a couple of reactions that you can get from a lot of people. There's like the ones that'll be like, these these are the bad sides of it, by the way. This is what I'm going with. You've got the ones that are like, oh, you're female. And this this is probably relatable to Pika as well, where it's like they come in and they start like being like, oh, it's a girl. You know, I don't need to say what they say because we all know what they say. Um, and it's like, oh, sexual stuff. You'll get like, like I got a DM like last week saying like, hey, baby, you want to fuck and all this, that and the other. Um, and then I'll get stuff like my girlfriend will come in and they'll be like, oh, lesbian fucking, you know, exactly what Pika was saying about, about if you, if you were the girl, that's it. Just go off the rails. Um, and then there's also at the other end of the spectrum, you've got instead of fetishizing or anything like that, it's at the other end, it's Mm. fucking, um, miss pronouning and all this, that, and the other, calling you every name under the sun, just just being trans. Um, it's like, and it's it's literally you've got the two opposite ends of the spectrum, and you could encounter any of them at any time. And it's just a case of you just gotta, you know, right. <laughs> you just gotta right. go on with it. It's 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 fucking exhausting, um, honestly. And you never know how any interaction is gonna go. Um, and it is one of those where it does feel sometimes like that is a kind of hindrance to some growth in some regards, because uh, obviously it is not something that is completely like a okay in society's like general overview. Um, right. But it is one of those where it is getting way and way more equi- acceptable. Um, but it it is it is one of those where literally you could be streaming at any point and someone will come in and say, "Oh, you're sexy, want my dick." And then there's another one that's like, "Oh, you're you just you just the guy," and this, that, and the other. And it's like, right, okay, see yeah. where you stand with this. Nice one. Okay, moving on. Mods, sort that shit out. <laughs> but right. like, yeah. I think one of okay. my favorites is the "What's that?" <laughs> yeah, that's always fun to deal with. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> See now, okay. As um, as a as a as a stra- as a straight guy, right? Um, I obviously have literally, and like Maru said, I have absolutely no idea anything that you guys go through whatsoever mm-hmm. under any circumstances. Like the the fact that it's literally being between a rock and a hard place on so many areas. One thing that I wanted to appreciate was the fact that Pika was able to um, express her hardships while also acknowledging. Um, her privilege in the entirety of the situation. Um, And that's something that a lot of people don't necessarily do, which leads me to my particular question as a person who, um, as a person who doesn't fully understand what any of you go through at the same time, being a person who's like, I'm not a punk ass. So I will, I will, I'll I'll lay one of you motherfuckers out. If y'all like, if I catch one of you, I'm on you. It's my point. How can someone like myself who understands 
that you guys are going through the hardships, how can someone like myself support or um, positively impact your well-being, whether it be from a distance or from a close situation? How can a friend who doesn't understand you benefit you or support you in your lifestyle and your choices, even though they, it's none of their business how or what you do with your life? Simply you being a human being is enough for, for you to be valued off grid. But like I said, someone like myself, how can I better learn to be a better human being and to then project a better learning experience to help other people be better human beings towards you guys so that, and I understand that that's like truly impossible um, to get 100%, but how can someone like myself create the learning curve for other people like myself to better learn to appreciate you and support you? in that way. Am I making sense? Yes, yes, yes. I I understand completely. It's just discussion, isn't it? Like, it's literally just learning what people are accept, uh, like, what people are okay with, what people aren't okay with. And I know it's, I know that becomes then a, like, pussyfooting around everyone, but it's, it's not to that extent. It's literally just like being like, okay, well, if someone's presenting, you know, like A, B, C, D, whatever, Mm -hmm. then just, you know, go with it and if and if 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 there's an incorrect something along that line then and they say you know i'd rather you did this that and the or the other then you know okay it's 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 just roll with it it's more being laid it's more being laid back and open-minded rather than being so like careful because then it becomes a case of you can't form a proper relationship or learn from someone because you're so on edge all the time it's got to be one of those who got to chillax just be like okay I get you now. Let me get you, like right. if that makes sense. That makes so sense. It's, yeah, okay. it's got it's got to be like that way. It's, it's just got it's it's a two way thing. Like you've got to be prepared to listen, but they've also got to be prepared to tell you and explain and be prepared to. It's the same going for raids, which is quite funny. It's got to be a case you've got to be prepared to understand that everyone doesn't have the same way of learning about everything. So you've got to you've got to approach it from all different angles and. It is it is gonna be tough to explain it to someone or to understand sometimes. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the worst we can the bet like the literally the least everyone can do is just try. And just that's that's pretty much it. And as long as everyone's got the respect there, it's all good. Got it. So basically you're you're essentially saying that the best way to support you guys, and I'm saying this, I'm repeating this in a simple yeah. terms for people who are confused in chat. What you're mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm getting this correctly, if I'm receiving this information correctly, what you're saying is is to make the effort to make the tougher conversations or the tougher interactions easier to have so mm-hmm. that the learning can commence. Right? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's, that's then, perfectly gonna, it. Yeah. Did you get that chat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take it a step further, though. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to take it a step further. Go for Uh, it. So Katie Katie was exactly right on that. You have Mm -hmm. to be able to to start with the questions. But it's also what you're doing is you're giving validity to that person. The one thing that, that, like, for for me, I want somebody to be able to listen, not interact, not interrupt me, listen to what I have to say. Because if you're asking questions and you're getting honest feedback, because that's what I do in my stream. I mm-hmm. let somebody come in and be like, okay, I have a question for you. What is the question? And then I listen to what their question is. And if I don't understand it, I ask it a different way and see if that's correct. But mm-hmm. to give a response and to be able to listen to that person, it's that's what we need. 
to feel valid and respected. And I feel like, and we talked about this um, the other day, Katie, on Guardian Royale, big time. Uh, but uh, about validity. Oh yeah, like, we have people too, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, That's pretty much it. But yeah, so like for me, I want people to ask questions. I want them to ask, "What? What is your experiences? What? What do you feel like? How can I support you? How can I? How can I learn and understand?" Because if they're not able to answer those questions, I feel like that they don't want to learn. And that's the thing that, you know, sometimes happens with trolls is they come into my, my chat and they want to learn, but then they say, oh, I don't care. And then they leave. And it's like, it's like, okay, I took the effort to help to try to explain, but then yeah. they come back and then they start harassing you. And that's happened to me plenty of times. Yeah. Um, exactly. But but the good thing is the people that ask the questions want to stick around and they want to learn. And that's how you you can identify and pass the word for somebody. That's why it's becoming more acceptable is because we're allowed to say, hey, like, here's the answer to your problem or to your question. I might have it differently than, than Ellie or Katie or Pika, for example, with, with being bisexual. Her story is totally different than any of ours. We're all human beings. We all deserve the validity from just being respected and asking the questions. And that's what that's what drives the harder conversations, starting with the simple questions and moving forward. Right. Here's one as well. Literally, if you've got a question, don't be afraid to ask it, but think about how you ask the question rather than yes. what you ask. Because yeah, 100%. I'm pretty sure the majority of us are pretty much open to it. Pretty much most questions, apart from the obvious what's in your pants, because mm -hmm. that's fucking irritating. Your um, but it's that's one of those where it's like, as long as people like ask the question, I'm pretty sure the majority of us are quite open to pretty much answer whatever. But as long as there's no like really fucking degrading kind of shit that gets like right. mentioned, you're just like, oh, well, whatever. Because as long as yeah. you treat people like a person, then pretty much all, all shit goes. Apologies, Wait. I need to change my top because. Hoodies too warm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. Well, yeah, and it's just to echo that, like it's. I think generally speaking, um, I think most people can just as collective, but I think especially even like queer folks are generally pretty good at recognizing what's a good faith question and what's not. Because um, I mean, <laughs> certain demographics of people are going to get just bombarded with with certain types of questions. So I think mm -hmm. it's I think most of us have kind of figured out and learned how to recognize what's in good faith and what's mm -hmm. not. And like they said, you know, pretty much most people don't mind questions, obviously, except asking what somebody's genitals are, et cetera, et cetera. Like there's obviously certain stuff that you just shouldn't ask somebody, especially not a stranger. Um, but I think it's also very important to remember um, that you have to when you when you do ask these questions you have to i think um i think active said that um i'm sorry i keep calling you active what? it's fine it's fine i, I just is it's it jess jess okay i'm gonna Jessica. start i'm gonna call you jess okay so jess <laughs> i hate doing that i feel weird calling it's okay don't worry about it their screen crazy. names it's weird <laughs> like oh slayer one two three four i'm not gonna no okay so um like i think it was jess that was saying that you know it's you need to be able to basically actively listen and 
sort of receive what the person is telling you. And with what that person tells you, you know, what comes along with that may be something that goes against everything you've ever been taught or everything you've maybe ever known. And it's like, you have to be willing to part with that sort of stuff. You have to be willing. It's like, don't hear listen, actively listen and take in what that person is telling you. You know what I mean? Because I mean, uh, a lot of people, um, you know, even in 2020 are coming into the fact that, hey, uh, they're learning that, you know, uh, sex and gender are not the same thing. And even gender and sexuality are not the same thing. There's so many different intersections. So many of this stuff is fluid. And it it goes against so much of what people and especially as a society were conventionally taught. And a lot of people don't like like, you know, when they're sort of, you know, when everything they've ever known has been kind of disrupted or it's being challenged or just as quite frankly, plain and simple wrong. So you have to be willing to sort of listen and accept what, you know, people like us are are telling you. But on top of that, I also think it's important to remember that while it is a while it is OK for most people to ask questions and and people like us would be more than happy to answer them i think it's also important to note that it's like do not walk into a conversation expecting people queer folks and you know trans folks non-binary folks to put themselves through mental and emotional labor just to answer your questions Mm -hmm. especially when Mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff can be provided for you on a you know a simple google search or reading you know sort of reading stuff there are people specifically and i admittedly am one of them there are people specifically in this world who enjoy talking teaching educating people not all queer and trans folks want to do that right just just like there's even the same with black issues there's some Mm -hmm. black folks who would love to sit down and talk to you while about why black lives matter and there's some people who are like no i'm tired i don't want to i don't feel like explaining this to you in 2020 so right so yeah it's it's, yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like you can't just don't go in expecting for people to put themselves or that it's okay to put people through mental and emotional labor explaining this stuff to you because i mean like i said some people are more than willing um whereas some people just don't fucking feel like it and that's okay um so i think going in with that expectation um and just sort of maybe uh you know sort of understanding like let's say it's somebody that you follow if it's somebody that talks about these things all the time it's a very likely chance that hey they may be willing to answer your questions Mm -hmm. if it's somebody else it doesn't really seem to be sort of like that's their thing you probably shouldn't you know ask them this sort of stuff you should probably maybe try to find your own resources because that's the beauty in the day and age we live in there's a lot more resources out there so it's like there's you know, and it's like, if you know what you're looking for, and I think if you actually actively look, if if you can't use the excuse and nobody around you is willing to answer your questions when there's plenty of people out there that are writing um, whole, we- there's whole websites dedicated to this sort of stuff. There's whole platforms dedicated to giving people this kind of information. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's also setting up those boundaries too. Yeah. Honestly, because if you don't set up the boundaries, then you're literally having people come in and in and in to your life. Mm-hmm. And there has to be a way to say, hey, I don't feel comfortable of answering that question. We'll talk about it another time or right. whatever the case is, because yeah. I agree with you. There has to be a certain boundary where mm-hmm. where people just need to stop. And it yeah. could be a boundary of yours. It could be a boundary of them. 
it just it just needs to stop. So there's a point yeah. there's a point of drawing that fine line of okay, is this acceptable or is this not? Yeah. Right. Well, and I think another just to kind of add on to your like general question, um, Nogi, about the um, you know kind of about how to be like a good ally, and obviously allyship sort of look, looks differently to different people. I don't think it's a one size fits all type thing, but from to, to my knowledge, because obviously even me, me being I'm obviously queer, but I am because I'm cisgendered. Um, I don't even like saying ally, I like saying accomplice because it's like, you know, I can we're robbing a brain. We robbing a bank. I'm an accomplice, not an ally. Right, right. Um, so, you know, I'm obviously in that regard, I would be an accomplice to the community. But like um, I think when it comes to just sort of uh communities that you're not a part of or demographics that you don't fall under if you want to give them the necessary support um it's good to ask those sorts of questions say like what can i do um and obviously again we can all say listening and you know but um obviously like for example over on my channel i had a trans talk session um where i had two people from my community um it was like a black trans talk session um where i had one of my friends, uh, two friends of mine, one of them is a black trans man, the other one's a black trans woman. And we just sort of talked about their experience and I asked them questions and things like that. And it's like, I, at the end of the day, the one thing that I won't do is I will not speak for you because I cannot speak for you. I think right. the main thing is, unfortunately, I think inherently a lot of people sort of as this, just as, I think that's just how kind of humans are hardwired. Like, um, for example, uh, you know, Jess or Ellie or Katie could sit there and and talk to you know uh, cis straight white men about what it's like to be trans and they're probably a lot of them are not going to listen but let another cis straight white man talk to them about it and they'll be like oh like they'll magically listen right. um, which sucks that it's unfortunately like that so it unfortunately a lot of times it takes the accomplices. To, to, to speak about these things for them to even bother listening, even though, like I said, it should not be that way. Um, but then I even as that sort of person, if you're trying to kind of act as that sort of liaison, I guess, or mm. sort of bridge to get people to understand and to give their support, um, you know, you can say what you know you need to say in 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 sort of show of support but at the same time acknowledge like i can't speak for these people so you should probably make it a point to go listen to them or here i'm gonna point okay. you to the people that you can listen to because i don't want to speak for them i don't want to speak over them so you need to be willing to sort of go listen to these people as well i can only sort of act as sort of a buffer between you know between these two groups or whatever got it that's that's actually a, a very like oh i'm so sorry Oh no, you're totally fine. Uh, that's sure? just exactly what I was gonna say. You you put it very well. Oh, thank okay. you. <laughs> um, that's 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 very important that that was shared because again, that's one of the main like the filler ultimately, and I tell everybody this that the filler was 100 percent of Maru's idea. He had came up to me and told me what it was that he wanted to do, and originally, like I told you guys, it was supposed to be about bullshit. It was supposed to be about anime, comic books, and video games, and then it became an incredibly um, inspiring and educational and emotionally supportive uh, platform that we decided to keep in that area. I mean, relatively, we maintain the consistent topic of streaming, but the social issues and the social injustice issues of all major areas and how it's affected by streaming and how and vice versa, how streaming is also affecting the people a part of these communities and a part of these you know categories. Um, that's a very that's a very major point in terms of 
what you just said, because a lot of the times there are people like myself who are not um, are not fearful of supporting or being an advocate or being a um, uh, being an alliance or an accomplice. Um, but they just don't know how. And my, me, myself, I'm using myself as a as a muse. I do not just like you said, I do not want to make the improper move with good intentions but I'm still kind of being a part of the unknowing problem. Yes, I have mm-hmm. a good heart and mind, but if I'm not knowing how to properly um, apply that that wholesome pressure, then I'm creating more of a more more of an issue than than I actually. Yeah, am it's a, right. It's an impact. One thing that I, I try to apply in like every part of my life, really, but mm-hmm. especially these things, is impact versus intent. You know, it's like mm-hmm. do you right. mean well, yes, but you do have to be mindful and and you know, conscious of the conscious of the uh, impact that you that the things you totally may mean well, but it just it's it's not necessarily what you should you may may need to do. So right, right, very much so. Cool. Um, so I, I want to get through some of these these questions we've been having in chat here. Um, one question I have here, it says, what encouraged you guys to start streaming? Uh, and did you all have any hesitation going into streaming with your gender and sexual orientation? Um, I can start with that one, I guess. Yeah, uh, I literally said, who wants to go first? And then realized my mic was muted. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to go first, Kate? No, no, it's fine. I'm okay. this uh, So originally what I, I I'm a destiny streamer. So originally I wanted to help people. Um, you know, doing raids and doing different things. And I started this way back in 2015. Um, so I've been going at it for a very long time. Um, I actually came out in 2016 uh on stream. The hardest thing I ever did was coming out. Um, and I decided in 2017 to go through the transitional process with, with my channel. So every single day that you see it and come by, uh, you kind of see where my growth and progression goes. So at the beginning, I was very hesitant. I felt like I was not in a place. I had no other friends. I didn't know anybody that, that actually supported me with this transition. I had the people that were there that were my mods. But did they really support me? Not really. There was only a select like two or three. And one of them is like my best friend that's still to this day. She she helped me try to find my my sexuality and my gender identity. She took me um, to Ross and um, I was buying women's clothes in 2016. And uh, she looked at the lady that was at Ross because you know how when you're trying on clothes, you use the male or the female. She just looked looked at the person dead in the eye because I asked them if I could use the women's locker room. And she stared at him. She said, go ahead. So you know that that there's people be- behind you all the way. I like um, that. And I, like that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, and when 2017 came along and then... Um, you know, met all these different people that were, you know, trans and part of the trans community, because I know like nicotine, and she has this huge trans community that that she does with transmission gaming, um, that kind of opened my eyes for the first time and said, wow, there are more trans people here. Um, And that didn't make me feel that made me feel more relaxed while I was streaming. It made me feel more wholesome. It made me more like, I wanted to get out there to be able to help people understand what I'm going through. 
So that's kind of my story with that. I felt like I was able to change lives. And that's what I'm doing now is changing lives even even more. Understandable. Amazing. That's a perfect answer. Very mm-hmm. good. Anybody Very else good. want to jump on? Anyone else want to go? Or oh, do you want me to do? Or what? Yeah, right, okay. Uh, what, was the, what was the question? Uh, what pretty much got you into, like, what did you, was the reason you wanted to stream? And if there's any hardships uh, that you were thinking about that would have prevented you to do it? I mean, I feel like the only thing that would have actually prevented any of us is probably the trolls and the, the, the th- constant threat of harassment. But at this point, just fuck it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Not like... You can't let hate actually stop you from doing something mm-hmm. that you enjoy. She stole that one out of my book. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ellie, you want to tell them what happened a year ago? Which, uh, fucking. <laughs> what you told me? Uh, like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> so, so, okay, okay, okay. I'll explain it. I'll explain it. So, Ellie was a mod in my channel for a very long time. Okay. She was for probably about a year or so. And she, she messaged me and she says, I think I'm trans. Mm -hmm. I know I'm trans. And she was asking me all these different questions about it. And we had a heart to heart about it. And then three or four months later, she started transitioning. And, you know, to see people grow like that for me being inspiring for somebody like that and having her be able to say that is I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I'm sorry, that war, that war, that warmed my little heart. It, it's, it's I'm, serious. I'm dead serious. You could, yeah. <laughs> it was the greatest, it was the greatest thing because it it like I see her, we didn't have a, a relationship for a year. Um, and when we figured out that we were gonna be on Planet Destiny together, we kind of rekindled that friendship. Um, and because she had her own stuff going on. And I had my own stuff going on and we we were like, hey, let's just talk. And we talked for a half an hour. Um, and, you know, being able to just have that conversation of just being out there and talking with your friends is a good thing. So like to see somebody grow in a community that you were a part of and being able to strive to make them feel comfortable and then they go do it. It shows it shows a lot of people that that one difference makes a difference in somebody's life and keeps going. I think that can agree to all of us in that. Absolutely. I've always mm-hmm. I've always said that I think if you no matter what it is you do and whatever focus you have if you can positively change an outlook or, or positively change somebody's life and hopefully they do the same thing you create this cascading effect and that's how you know it only takes one person to change the world. So mm-hmm. I 100% mm-hmm. agree with you on that. You learned yeah, that from absolutely. me. Absolutely. No, I learned that. I learned <laughs> yeah. that from Naruto. Me. Jess, did you want to? I'm sorry, not Jess, Lord, Katie. I see, I can't even get the name right of the person that has the same name as me. <laughs> you go ahead, and then I'll go last. All right, okay. Uh, so with mine, um, I only started transitioning. What year was it? Holy shit! It's funny. I realized I'm 23 next month, and I was like. Excuse you. <laughs> um, right. So when was it? It was. I think I was nineteen when I started. Um, and it went on hormones. Uh, just under a year ago. 
Um, and pretty much it was a case of when I first started, uh, or the moment I wanted to start was uh, during Glad's uh, last wish, um, World's First Race. Um, during that and watching that and the feeling of family that his chat gave me um, and just that general belonging I was like okay I want to give people the feeling that that chat gave me that day um, and do it my way pretty much um, I want to basically make somewhere that people can call home um, and just generally make a space that everyone's welcome to um and push just to be the best people we can be that kind of stuff um but definitely one of them when it started it was very much one of those where it's like oh well shit is it gonna be um is it gonna be this that and the other um in regards to like because it because obviously i'm trans and then everything like that on top of it um it was just kind of a bit scary. Um, but since like I remember as as active said, or Jess, sorry. Um obviously regardless, I'm gonna I'm gonna be swapping and changing <laughs> I, all, I don't all night. Care. <laughs> um but it was it's pretty much when when you're saying like the first time like someone like really validates it by like you, you for example, like the changing room issue or um, like you go to like a restaurant or a, mm-hmm. or or a bar or something like that, and you go out, and then you go you go to use the toilet, and then like for example, I had to go up. Like I was I was like fully glammed up, like ready to go, um, and I was in a I was in a bar with my missus. Oh my god, that just bonked. Um, but I was I was out with my missus at a, at a club, um, and I nearly went to use the guys because I was like, there's no way, there is no way. I'd be allowed in the other one and literally uh my Charlotte just literally grabbed my hand and was like no I'm not letting you you know it's it's one of those where you go in there you're in danger so like Mm -hmm. she literally grabbed my hand put me in and then so I to God like it's like a social gathering it's incredible (laughs) uh when you go to the other bathroom and that and everyone's like oh hi 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 and you're like whoa okay this this is actually nice um and then again it's the changing room thing where it's like okay yeah go in the girls and all this and the other it's just it 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 just it makes you feel a little bit more complete but Mm -hmm. and eventually it just becomes second nature and it's just oh so nice but yeah it's it's one of those where i just wanted to give my lot uh you know place to call home and give the love to each other the way that I can give them that they can give and then they can spread it around and just eventually yeah as you as you said it's literally just one of those where one one can change the world and Mm -hmm. if 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 everyone becomes one then you know there's going to be no issues because everyone's on the same mindset right Spread it like butt cheeks, like she said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if I take that. I'm gonna take. That. I, I was about to say, I'm gonna yeah. start using that actually. That's, that's Literally, really right. nice. I launched my merch store yesterday, and there's a shirt with that on. So <laughs> it's that's a oh, great. Uh, I Katie, it. I was only kind of kidding when I said I was gonna get that as a tramp stamp. <laughs> do it. 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 All right. Totally do it. 
do it. I'll join you. Uh, Pika, if you want to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, no. I mean, honestly, mine's kind of bland. Mine's not. I mean, basically, I found out about Twitch like not too long after I got my PS4, and I was like, um. I mean, I've been gaming like my whole life, but I was just like, oh, this is a thing where people just watch you play video games, and I was like, well, um, you know. I'm kind of entertaining, uh, so maybe my friends can just watch me do it. Maybe it'll be fun, and that's really what it started off as. It was, I mean, I still do it for fun by all means, but um, it mm. was literally just like, oh, maybe my friends will want to watch me or people that follow me on Twitter, like you know, and and it just kind of I, I fell in love with it because I'm like, um, well, this is very entertaining. People like this. I'm having fun with it. I'm meeting all these dope people doing so, and I have. Um, always always been big on social issues um that is one thing that is it's it's I've, it's pretty much for as long as i can remember i've actually got a little bit of roots with that because my, i have an uncle that's a civil well late uncle that was a civil rights activist and um and mom's the same my mom's very passionate about social issues so um and for me there is no separating katie from pikachu lita so automatically like i'm the same person that i am on stream as i am off stream there's no sort of streaming personality the same exact things that i will talk about on twitch are the same exact things that i will talk about to my mm -hmm. friends or tweet about or whoever it's it's uniform all across the board so you know <laughs> obviously it, it was bound to at some point when i was streaming talking about these things because i'm very outspoken about all of this stuff and um you know kind of just as my community grew obviously i made it a point to tailor my community to my you know beliefs my morals and things like that and my sort of passion for social issues so which um you know created and that was honestly what i wanted to do but it helped create a safe space for um, various marginalized communities including the um, queer community um, which i absolutely loved and it's a very no tolerance thing i don't i don't i don't take bullshit i don't you know i i see bullshit from a mile away and absolutely not there is no like i'm gonna there's no i i tell people all the time like i don't i, I don't debate people i don't debate people on things that are inherent human rights um this is i'm not debating somebody's humanity with you we're not going to do that it's either you agree with me or you don't i don't care if that's it's something that somebody pointed out to me called the tolerance paradox where it's like in order to i think it's something like in order to uh, get rid of intolerance. We cannot tolerate intolerance, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not going to do that. So it's like, you can call me intolerant all you want, or et cetera, et cetera. Or, That's fine. Go ahead and do that because I'm just not going to tolerate any of this shit. Um, yeah. Either you're, you know, uh, you know, you support queer people, you support trans people, um, Black Lives Matter, et cetera, et cetera. You don't, or you, you don't have any place sort of adjacent to me. I don't need your views that bad. I don't need your follow that bad. I don't need your money, whatever. I have a job outside of streaming. Uh -huh. Streaming gets me extra money, but you know, it's, I, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm cultivating my platform for me and I'm surrounding myself with people who align with who I am as a person. And that is one of those things that is inherently about me. So I just sort of coming into streaming and sort of seeing what I could do with it. I was like, okay, I want to create this platform. Um, 
to help uplift these voices to help sort of diversify diversify this space which is mainly you know straight white male dominated um and create a safe space for people to come in and enjoy gaming and talk about other things while also knowing that they are protected and i'm doing whatever i can to keep these people safe um and as for me in terms of kind of the whole coming out thing um i think i kind of always knew but i was just kind of in denial and not for any specific reason because i was i was grateful enough to have grown up in a very like my mom is pretty much, I get my personality from my mom. And um, so it was never a matter of, I pretty much never had to really come out. I think it was just more so of being in the, because all I've ever really known was, is is Nogi okay? Is he alive? What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Um, but, you know, it was one of those things where it was, it was kind of, I've I haven't no, I hadn't known anything except dating men, so I think it was just more so a kind of realizing like, and it wasn't it wasn't anything of fear or being ashamed. It was just more so that was all I had never I had never known. So it was just out of habit. So like when I was in college, it was one of those things where it was like, yeah, um, I'm gay when I drink, and it's like and I realized, girl, it's not the alcohol. It's just the fact that alcohol is giving you courage to actually do the things and say the things that you want to say. And that was actually in college was the first experience that I had uh, with a woman, needless to say. So, and then kind of from there, it just sort of um, I realized, like, and it's funny because apparently my best friend from from college from our freshman year knew and and she was like okay girl you can sit there and tell yourself all you want that you're straight but we all know um <laughs> and <laughs> so apparently people around me knew but I kind of more so within the last like about probably uh two years or so is when I sort of being I started being more vocal about it and I was like okay um I am actually this, even though I've, I had only at that point in time, pretty much exclusively dated men. I was like, okay, girl, this is what you are. And, 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 and you're this, you know, you're, you're this, it's safe to say that you're this, there's no sort of doubt. It's, this is what you are. And obviously, again, sort of with the privilege thing, I've never really faced any backlash from it. It was just kind of, you know, and I never really had to come up to my mom. It was just like, it was like, Hey mom, I'm going to the store. And I was like, okay. And it was just, you know, it, it it literally did not matter to her. And I was, I'm blessed enough to have parents that are that accepting of me and things like that. But I just kind of just integrated in, in with my, with my streaming and yeah. That's a very mm -hmm. good thing. That's a very good thing. That, that level of, um, that level of support is like extremely, extremely important. And, yeah. um, <clears throat> like I, I'm, I'm kind of like in a weird position when it comes down to my perception of things, because even though I don't, know everything I'm, I'm i don't want to say unfortunately but i'm kind of accustomed to literally understand all aspects right so even though just like you said for yourself for your platform even though i strongly make it a thing to make sure that cliff is no different from nagi um i still understand the aspects as to why some people would be separate in their choices when it comes down to their platform but um, I just want to highlight how important it is to have a parent that is so accepting and incredibly like it it does not phase them what their child is in terms of their sexual orientation or the gender that they that they feel is a part of who they are. Um, and I, that's 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 something I I personally think that that's something that's extremely important. And when or if ever I become a pop, 
I'm gonna be old, bro. My knee. Listen, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Mar. Take it away. My knee started hurting. <laughs> I said that. God damn. <laughs> my knees always hurt, bro. It's because uh, you old, motherfucker. I'm super old. Uh, let's see. The next question we have here <laughs> is, uh, who was it hardest to to break it to when you guys found out who you were mm. as a person? All right. Uh, you know. And I, I, I should okay, clarify just... in, in saying this. Obviously, every any and, and all questions we ask, if you do not yeah. feel comfortable in answering. It's totally okay. This is a safe space. I just yeah. try not to cry because we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to force anything. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm. I'm fine talking about it. It's. It's just gonna be a bit touchy. Uh. Same with. Okay. I can see Jess is already getting. Um, no, I'm gonna talk about it, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've pretty much read mine. Mm-hmm. Um. I did. But um, I did make a tweet longer than this a while ago. Um, mm. pretty much about. Like what it's like, because I wanted to give it a little bit of perspective um, in terms of what it was like for me growing up. Uh, and it was like written quite poetically because I was like, I don't want it to be coming across as I've done this. I've done that. This happened to me. Fucking sob for me. It, it wasn't like that. I wanted to make it like pretty. Um, it was gorgeous. But it is very. So I'm right. Fuck it. I'm just going to get into it. Um, but pretty much I knew about me from a very, very early age. Um, but when I was growing up, obviously society wasn't a place that it is now. Um, it was even less, uh, tolerant then. Um, and what's it called? Uh, basically like my dead name that I no longer have, uh, thank fuck, um, was a birth name. Um, pretty much that always felt alienated to me. Um, and pretty much it'd be a case of you'd get called a name that you don't associate with and all that. Even, even when you're young, you know something's off. Something doesn't feel right. It just feels like it's not you or anything like that. You know, you're different to everyone else and this and the other. Then puberty fucking hits uh, the wrong one. Uh, and then shit goes downhill from there. Um, but during mine, when I first tried coming out, um, unfortunately, my parents at the time uh, did not have the response which Pika had, unfortunately. Um which kind of sucked. I was hope- hoping for something like that, but it was very much, I think I, I was about 12 at the time when I tried coming out. Um, and what happened was instead of that, uh, what happened was they sent me to a doctor to get fixed. Um, went through multiple counseling sessions to try and sort me out. Um, pretty much was just saying that there was something fucking wrong with me because obviously it wasn't a big thing. Like they, they even now, like the clinics are like you look at the UK fucking gender identity clinics. There, uh-huh. there's like there's like five over the entire UK, and it's like right. And they take years <laughs> uh, to get into. Yeah, it took it, it took me. Uh, well, I started when I was well. I I went when I was eighteen, and then I didn't I didn't get onto hormones till a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. which is. Not well, I would have been 20 and a half, so it took me like two and a half years to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
yeah, so that all happened. They sent me to a all guys school um, to completely try and dissociate me from that. Um, list goes on. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to get even even further into it. But like, it led to a lot of me being an alcoholic and a drug user and uh, all sorts throughout my teenage years uh, through school, um, and then. Event like so that that's what happened when I came out initially. Um, and then when I'd moved out because I've I've got my own place now, thank fuck. Um, which is surprising. I didn't think I'd make it past twenty. Um, but now, um, my mum is my biggest supporter. Um, she is an absolute treasure. My dad, I do not speak to anymore. That we have completely cut ties. Um for a multitude of reasons, one of them being trans. Um, but that was, like, that was my initial coming out. But my mum now is, um, you know, she's great. She'll, like, call me up. She's always, like, trying to check in on how streaming's going. She's always asking about the transition, this, that, and the other. And the funny thing is, I look this bit of her now, which is hilarious. Mm. Um, but, no, yeah, that was, that was pretty much my one. Um. Yeah. Anybody else wanna wanna go next? Um. Uh, well, hold on. Pika or Ellie, do you want to go before I say it? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I honestly can't go because I didn't. I mean, kind of like I said, I didn't have any. Okay. There was nobody I really had to, you know, like come out to because it was kind of already. Most people in my life kind of already knew, and I've just got such a, again, accepting family that I never had any obstacles coming out, to be honest, unfortunately. So, I mean, yeah. Just wanted to give you, you know, a second. That's all. Um, So, kind of like Katie said, um, I kind of knew at an early age. Um, I didn't know what was right and what was wrong, but fifth grade, there was an instinct that I had that I knew that this could be possibly it. Um, but I just didn't know. Um, and it just came into my head. Um, but it really didn't start swimming until seventh grade when I started cross-dressing um, and being able to figure out who I really was. Um, growing up when I hit puberty and just growing up in general, I never wanted to take pictures. I never wanted to mm-hmm. be with my family. I always disassociated with my family um and um i can't my mom asked me at 16 if i wanted to be a girl and i denied it because i didn't want to go into like what katie was saying into conversion therapy um and that's the one thing that i was like blown away but that's my biggest regret honestly um Mm -hmm. and then um at 22 i came out to my mom and said you know, I gave her a long letter. I went to one of my favorite bands and I was like, here, here you go. Um, and uh, she said she loved me and she would help me. But I had to physically go and get hormones myself. My mom wasn't going to help me. My dad wasn't going to help me. Uh, my brothers had no clue that I was cross-dressing. I'm the middle child. Um, and it, it was heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because that's why I kind of started streaming on Twitch was to have a community, have a family, have everything that I needed. To, to live my life properly. Uh, mm-hmm. And then basically in 2018, I attempted suicide. Um, 
And that was the hardest thing that I had to overcome. I basically had to start from scratch. I had to work on the relationship with my parents, which didn't really happen. Didn't really believe that I was that was trans. Um, but luckily, my biggest supporter was my brother and my sister-in-law. They literally saw that I was starting to be happy. Um, and then uh, when I got out of mental rehab and started being um, in Orlando, where I'm now, I feel like a whole new person, honestly, because I'm away from my mom. My dad passed, unfortunately, last year. But the one thing that I took away from just being up here for almost uh, pretty much over a year, almost two years, is that my mom or my dad saw that I was happy. My mom sees that I'm happy. She calls me from time to time, maybe once every month. Um, But my brother, my younger brother calls me almost every week or every two weeks. So I know for for being a supportive person, uh, my brother and my sister-in-law, but it's also the Twitch community because I had over 200, 300 messages. Um, because the, the the way that I attempted suicide, it was there was a note two weeks later on Twitter. So one of my moderators had a had my account information. They took it down right away, and um, it was the most heartbreaking thing that I have ever went through. No one should ever go through that. Um, and if you need somebody to talk to, please talk to somebody. I don't care who it is, but somebody needs to listen. Um, so with all that kind of coming in together and all of you know what I've learned and what I've been through, because this three-year transition has not been easy. It's been easier as I've been in the last, I would say, six months to eight months. Oh, but yeah. it's, still, it's still not an easy process for me to, uh, to tolerate. And there's there are times where I I think and I don't know about uh, you two um, as in Ellie and Katie, but there's times where I've always talked to my um, my therapist and I, I say, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I should be transitioning. I don't know this. I don't know that. But, you know, she always tells me that I'm happier. My dad saw me happier. I'm more lively as a person. And that's what matters to me. Um, so my story is a little bit kookier, but, um, it's emotionally draining for me, honestly, but I'm proud of who I am and how I became. I have actually heard that before from quite a few people. I personally, I'm not in that boat, but obviously that's because we're all, we're all different, you know, um, but there are multiple people that I know that have like, do have that. You know, I die every now and again just because mm-hmm. it's so fucking exhausting. Mine's more a case of I don't I don't doubt it. Mine's a case of I'm I just sit there and go into a depressive episode of why the fuck wasn't I born properly? Like, you know, yeah. fucking oh, dude. No, I I feel you because because <laughs> like literally you as as somebody that's in the trans community you say you say that thing and then it gets you depressed and you don't want to do anything and you sit there and like you have days where i just don't want to you know you don't want to stream or you just don't want to be attached to the world and you like for me like and i kind of am just like i take a step back and i kind of just reevaluate the situation but my cat aspen that you probably saw roaming around is an esa she helps me tremendously and she knows when I'm feeling lonely and feeling sad and feeling this and that. So she helps me being able to cope out of those depression, depressional thoughts. But it's still like, why am I exactly what Katie said? Why was I born this way? There has to be a reason of why. 
And the way that I saw it was I'm out there to change the world. And yeah. I try to take that and I try to pull it into everything that I'm doing, like a rope and just keep pulling, 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 because there is no end to this. It's all, it's just a constant pull. And when you're sick of pulling, you have to stop pulling. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Yeah. Totally. It, it, it's making sense. I'm just, I'm just processing. I'm, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I do get you. I'm with, Oh, I'm trying to think of how to word this. It's nothing bad, by the way. I'm I'm just trying to think. There's 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 something that you said that triggered not not okay. triggered, but you no, know. I know what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it turned a cog in my head, and I was like, oh, um, it'll come back to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Move move on. I'll go back to me. If I do, I'll, if it comes back to me, I'll either fidget spinner or jazz hands. It'll be one of the two. <laughs> Okay. It's severe ADHD. Trust me, I'm moving my hands. Fucking mood. <laughs> yeah, I cannot sit still at all. <laughs> and uh, I want to. It's on my forehead, so. Like... And I want to say this: a lot of a lot of people in the LGBT community, especially the trans community, has a huge thing with anxiety and depression. And. Um, if you don't know, I think it was a stat that I we said um, during the Trevor Project, but in between the ages of 13 to 24, I think 92% of people um, that identify as trans or non-binary think of, about suicide. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I then if, if they live in a supportive family, that, is, that cuts that rate all the way down to 20%. If you, mm -hmm. don't, if you, don't, if you don't know, 40% uh, of that population attempt suicide before the age of 25. Mm -hmm. So it's a big, it's a big deal when you're, when you're talking about, about LGBT for me at least. And, um, you know, I want people to feel like they're not alone. Yeah, no, Absolutely. He, he, huge one that, um, so like, we got like, as you, as you say in there, like when, when I was talking about like before, when I was saying, um, well, uh, drugs and alcohol and all that kind of shenanigans that I was doing, that was pretty much just a try and escape reality kind of thing because it was literally every other week I'd be trying to, you know, end it. Um, <clears throat> there's no other way of putting it, really. Uh, I try to make it as lighthearted as I can because that's what I'm like. Um, but yeah like pretty much every, every every couple of weeks it was and then i'd, I'd just like i'd pussy out last second um and then eventually it got to the point where i was like right okay you know what i'm just gonna i'm not even gonna attempt it anymore i'm just gonna basically just intoxicate myself until my life is shortens bit by bit by bit by bit until it's just don't wake up and, and go ahead the um the last episode that we was on, no, that's a lie. Not the last episode. I was recently on a uh, on a on a conversation podcast with She Steps, where we were discussing. Um, she had brought me onto the to the uh, to the mm -hmm. show. She does a show called Bars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was on an episode of Bars with her, Rex, and her other co-hosts, and it was actually revealed to me, which I was not aware of. 
Um, as somebody who deals with anxiety, as somebody who deals with depression, I literally just got back off of a, uh, of, I want to say maybe a seven day, eight day hiatus, um, to attend to my mental health because of recent traumas that I've experienced. Um, one of the, one of the main things that was revealed to me was how the life expectancy of people who deal with mental illnesses shortens rapidly at a incredible rate. Um, and the fact that the, the number that, that just, just gave us is it's, it's basically multiplied because of not only dealing with the hardships of the anxiety of depression, which naturally comes from literally anything, but having the hardship of not getting the support for something that just naturally comes to the individual feeling like they are literally worth nothing or feeling like there's something wrong with them or feeling like there's something that that makes them who they are and that literally makes them the bane of the world's existence literally them existing is a problem for everybody else around them and that's mm -hmm. what ultimately is being embedded and beaten into their brain um the the brain being one of the the strongest things in our body has such a fragile it has such a like a fragile exoskeleton around it because it can literally literally anything the size of a penny can legitimately crush everything about us um so the fact that you guys are expressing these hardships and i just the reason why i say all of this is to highlight how incredible each and every one of you are by speaking about the perceptions that you have and how real you are being for not only me myself but Mara as well, educating us on how to be better uh, supporters, but educating the people in chat. Of course, all of the people who are here from your communities know how strong and amazing you guys already are. But for the people who do not, who are meeting you for the first time, telling us exactly how these things are in the reality of it, um, it, it highlights how incredibly powerful each and every one of you are. And I'm extremely proud to be on this episode. Someone who don't know shit. I want to put emphasis that I don't know shit. But you're learning. You're, but you're, you're learning. learning. Mm -hmm. and I'm learning. Right. Right. That's the important part. And that's yeah. what I want people to see. That's why I'm very, I'm very, Maru, I'm, I always that? text you after every episode. I'm so proud of you for creating this because people need to learn. People need to be able to have these type of conversations and be educated without being pieces of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, I, I always bring on the the A one guess. A one thinks you do. You do. You be casting some some real some real rockets out here, man. Uh -huh. I appreciate you. Um, I, you don't don't put that on me because I'm not. I don't do nothing. Gonna, I would like a we're gonna, chance to show my brain as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Go go um, yeah. Uh, Ellie, if you want to go, and then uh, I know Pika has to leave. So Ellie, if you want to go, and then Pika can just say goodbye to everybody after that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so. As the other uh, trans creators on here have said, uh, I've we I knew for a young from a young age that like, hey, something's fucking different about me, and I I, I couldn't fucking figure out what it was uh, until I was fucking sixteen, fucking Lady Gaga for Halloween, love to see it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh my god, this shit hits so different. Why am I so comfortable? Uh, and then I told the girl that I was with at the time. And um, she basically was just disgusted and didn't want anything to do with me after that. So I was like, all right, the natural reaction is to repress this, right? Right? Okay, fun. 
uh, and then I got married at 23, uh, and all that shit just festered the entire time there, and uh, it it made me a really fucking toxic person. I was toxic to my ex-wife, and I was toxic to myself. Uh, I was trying to kill myself every six months for three years, but uh, she finally was like, I've had enough of you, I'm leaving, deuces. And I was like, all right, cool. You're leaving. I'm going to come out now because that's the only way I can cope with this. And so now that uh, I have done that, I haven't been suicidal in more than a year and a half, which is fucking rad. It feels amazing. And yeah, I've literally never been more fucking confident in my life. I stare at every reflective surface I see. (laughs) (laughs) That's shit. We love to see it. Nude right there. That's that wholesome content right there. <laughs> Seriously, love it. Um, that's amazing. Also, do you stories. have a picture of this uh, Lady Gaga costume? Because I am extremely. This was excited. like when I was 16. sixteen. I have a photo of me when I was. 16. All social media from me, like before my Twitter is gone. We'll find it. Oh damn, we would somebody, like to have seen that. We'll somebody find the MySpace. Somebody find the MySpace. Find <laughs> it's, uh, it's MySpace yeah, find the every MySpace. picture posted. <laughs> I've heard that every picture posted on the internet is is, is still exists and will forever be there. So we'll find it. We'll we just got to oh, do a little God. bit of investigating. Exactly. Digging. Uh, I I I could probably find it. <laughs> God, <laughs> am I somewhere. going to go find it? No. Oh, I mean, you can if you want to. I'm not somewhere. interested. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, Pika, I know you gotta go, so I don't want to hold you up mm-hmm. any longer. If you just wanna, no, that's okay. No, 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 that's totally fine. Do a little awesome um, here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, that was my mistake. I forgot to tell you guys. So no, one little okay. special thing we do at the end of the show is that we go around and we kind of um, we give a shout out or some good recognition to somebody we know or somebody in the community. So Pika, mm-hmm. if you want to just do your outro, um, if you want to just shout out somebody you know, uh, and then yeah, do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, well, first, I want to say thank you so much for inviting me to be on with all these other lovely um, people on here. It has been great just kind of, you know, sharing these sort of shared experiences, talking with them about, you know, these shared passions and et cetera, et cetera. I'm definitely going to give them all a follow for sure. So I love coming on here because I'm like, oh, I can meet new people to follow. Up. So, again, thank you for letting me be a part of this sort of discussion and for helping sort of potentially educate who, whomever that may be listening. Um, pretty much shouting out. um uh, queer people, queer, trans, non-binary, whatever. Shout out to all of us because we are out here doing the damn thing. Uh, we are not strength, we're not labor, but we're fucking resilient in the face of everything that we face at any given time. And damn right. um, I love us and we're, we're dope. Um, I also do want to also give a shout out to one of my great friends. Um, their name is Nick. Um, they are another actually streamer who took part in the... Uh, Trans Lifeline charity event, and they are a wonderful uh, trans non-binary streamer, and I love them so much. They're out here doing wonderful, amazing things, and I, I just, I absolutely adore them. And they're just a wonderful person. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to give recognition to people, kind of in the streaming space, that I know. I'm um, sort of while we're on the topic of all this, because, um, like I said, they're just a wonderful person. They deserve recognition. Um, 
but other than that, I think that that's it. I hate that I have to dip out so early. I do apologize for that. But, uh, you know, maybe if this continues or this is revisited in the future, feel free to bring me back on here. I'd, I'd Best be believe me you going to talk. The, okay. Okay. But, the, I, promise, but I would love to talk about this. And all of you that are on here, you guys are more than welcome to join my community. And y'all are, y'all are all welcome to be welcomed into the You're family. awesome. Um, Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And we'll, like I said, y'all are all well, y'all are always welcome and to follow me on Twitch, Twitter, whatever. And then I am arguably, I, I people say that I'm probably the nicest person you'll ever meet. And I'm pretty, funny, I think sometimes. But she don't take no shit. I don't. I don't. So let me <laughs> know if anybody is fucking with you guys because I don't play that shit. And I got like 13,000 followers on Twitter. I'll stick the hounds on them. Damn right. She's the reason I learned about her source. I didn't know about that. <laughs> I'm the reason you learned about what? Canker sores. I had no idea what those words. Oh, so you... yeah. I get like ulcers in my mouth around my I got one right now and I'm like, I'm dying of it. <laughs> I, I, I like, I think I give a lot of people a good amount of knowledge too. So like I said, feel free to follow me and you guys will be welcomed with open arms. But I just wanted to tell everybody to have a wonderful rest of your night. Please stay safe and you guys take care. Okay. Thanks. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Bye guys. Right. Bye. Bye. Cool. Alright, guys. So we have um we have a couple more questions to get through here. Um, let's see what the next one was. Uh, okay. So obviously we've been talking about a lot of um, all of the negative and a lot of the struggles you guys have gone through. Let's try to like shed some light. Uh, one of the questions we have here right now are what are the what are some of the positive experiences that you've had as a content creator. What were some wholesome moments? I know Jesse was talking about one before with like, you know, with yeah. Ellie coming up to you like that. But if there's <laughs> any others you want to talk about? There is. There is. Uh, so uh, first of all, if you, I'm going to talk about the charity event first. Yeah, um, so the last three years, I've put up um, a charity marathon for all these content creators, no matter diversity or gender, gender identity or, you know, sexual orientation or whatever. Um, and um, the first year we raised ten thousand or uh, $14,000. Last year we raised $10,000. This year we raised $33,000 over, um, which is unbelievable. Um, and the amount of support that has come through that has been bonkers, honestly. I've just love and support, not just for, not just for um, myself or Ellie or any of the other content creators that were, that were on there. And I wish you could have been on it, Katie, but we weren't like really like close together yet. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the whole point of it is we all came together for a for a cause, um, and that's the biggest thing that I try to throw on. But yeah, I, Ellie has talked to me about her about that experience. But there's one wholesome experience that I take take away, um, and this is this has just happened recently in the last month, but. I had a person um, that identified um, as a trans male um, have the courage to go up and tell his mom. Um, it's something that they've been struggling, and they were the whole the whole time they were talking about like what I went through and the struggles that I went through, and telling them that you know you surround yourself with good people and things will come together and things like that, and. Um, you know, it gave him the courage to actually go up to his mom and put it, send send her a text and saying, "I don't identify as this." 
and they came out they they told me and they and she's and her uh their mom bought them a binder right away so and if you don't know what a binder is it's a compression it's a compression uh device for your chest to hold down you know the girls i should say that's Uh, fucking amazing and yeah so so I'm educated because even... I, I thought you were talking about a school binder, and I'm like, why? No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> actually, it's, actually a body binder. it's like it's it's like it's like just one big bandage that like holds yeah. that yeah. back yeah. that and way like that. Got it. Okay. And it makes it flat. And the reason why they do it at is because of not to have the you know them sticking out and to be flat chested is the way right. that they see it. So. With with them coming out, they sent me a a message, um, and it was the most heartsome, uh, like heartfelt message that I have ever received. And um, they drew me a picture of it, and I have it on my as a wallpaper on one of my monitors because I just have letting them have the courage to to be able to to talk and. It's not even just to do it on the side. It was to do it on stream live in front of people. Wow. That's what made it. That's what made it so special was that they were able to do this and overcome a fear and a common fear for the trans community and the non-binary community. And they were able to do that. And now they're happy as they can be. That's fucking amazing. That's insanely powerful. That's great. So... Mm. So and if we have time, I'll, I'll show you guys the picture. Um, I'll send me it regardless. You want to see yeah. it? Send, send, right send, it. send all of us. Drop it. I'm going to drop that's, it. That's insane. That's, if, that's if, you, uh, yeah, if you send it to me, I can put it on so the stream can see it. So. Yeah. Um, uh, Ellie, did you want to go next? No, because I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> Uh, good things that happen in your life. You know, oh, like a wholesome shit. moment uh, in streaming, streaming or stuff like that. Fuck, like, legitimately all the new friends that I'm making, it's so much fucking fun to play games now. Like, not just as a coping mechanism because I'm depressed all the time. That's that's actually a really... That's ing- okay. Now, I that I can relate to. I have everything here. I have a 100% learning experience for me because I haven't been able to relate to anything. But being able to to because a lot of us use um, gaming as essentially an escape. And I had like this has to do with the last episode. Mario, you was there for that. To where um, for my mental health because I have uh, severe anxiety and depression because of abandonment issues. Um, because of that, uh, streaming became such a powerful impact in my life because I was surrounded by people that were kind of praising uh, Nagi, that were praising, you know, the persona. And mm-hmm. I, when I would get off stream, I would have like, the, when I was on camera, I would have this immediate rush of appreciation and attention. And then the moment I got off camera, even though I had a beautiful woman who was, you know, sleeping in the same bed as me, um, we are no longer together. But even though I had a beautiful woman with me who cared about me and who supported my dreams and so on and so forth, even though I had beautiful brothers um, that were around me, and even though I was living with a family for the very first time who wasn't blood, but they adopted me as their own and treated me as their own, the moment I got off camera, I like died inside every single day because of that. It was gone immediately. The rush was gone. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And for the very first time in a very long time, I get on stream and I'm playing games, not for the, the essential drug of attention, but literally because I'm enjoying playing with friends. And that has been such the most, that has been the most powerful thing for me lately, because I can literally play a game for once without thinking about how it's affecting numbers or how it's affecting the attention that I'm getting or so on and so forth. I can Mm -hmm. literally play just to play. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I'm able to play with new people, like yesterday, I was playing Fall Guys for fucking five hours. And even though that uh, game makes me such an asshole, <laughs> and, and Liz, who is literally a mod in this channel, she ain't shit because I was going. Listen, we're not gonna get into that because we're talking about a serious topic. My point is, <laughs> gaming is 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 it's 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 gaming again. And that's such that I'm very glad that you brought that up because that is literally something that is so powerful that I'm very glad that I'm able to relate to you on that area because even Haste, Haste is someone who I play games with on a regular basis and he is someone that I constantly connect with on a regular occasion because we'll play games for six, seven hours for stream. He'll be streaming, I'll be streaming and then we'll get offline and then we're immediately having a full deep conversation about our mental health for the next four or five hours, forgetting that I have to be up for work in two hours. <laughs> so it's like, it's it's just it's incredible it's incredible and i'm very happy that that you you know are are experiencing that because i'm happy to hear right i'm happy to hear that you're 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 able Mm -hmm. to actually enjoy gaming rather than just focusing on on everything else that gave you the good feelings right i'm glad yeah you have that that's something that's like and i'm I'm very glad that that's something that we because it's important because we're we're Mm -hmm. all streamers so some of us don't not all of us you know game essentially some Mm -hmm. of us have platforms that are built around having conversations. Some of us have platforms that are built around cooking, but majority of it is based off of video games. And I'm a part of the Destiny community. So because mm-hmm. I'm a part of the Destiny community, that's a major thing. And I remember fucking turning on the game and hating everything that I was doing. It was boring, it was aggravating, and then I wasn't happy with myself. So that was a double whammy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, it's just, absolutely. It's it's really good. It's so, really good. I have the, the picture here real quick. That you, can send a, you can send them like, you can put the whole thing on. And so they can see the message too, if they want, because it it will it will make your heart sink. I don't know if okay. Let's see here. If you can, if you can't, you can show them the picture. But yeah, it's, it's actually um, really tiny, and I can't I can't bring it up. I can I can do it later. Um, but I do want to no gay. I do want to talk about that too about about gaming and streaming. Um, she snaps and I talked about this because she knows that I'm I'm kind of a mental advocate too with all the stuff that's going on. Um, and she and I during, cause she was part of the charity marathon that we were there and she brought me in and we talked about this. It's staying in the moment, honestly, with gaming and with, with streaming that we're just concentrating solely on that and not around us. Right. And that's, that's what the best thing to do is when we're, we're, we're stressed and we're like not calm about the outside world, like not calm, we're frustrated or whatever concentrate on something else for a while but make sure that you're able to address it and 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 you know process i got you right because if you don't process it and be able to conquer it you're not it's just you're leaving it for a day and it's going to build exactly so, and that was one of the main things that i had to learn because it was um and that's honestly something that that i'm i'm capable of having a discussion about now and i think that this can help with anyone not just a part of people who deal with mental health but a part of the LGBTQIA, right? I said that right? Mm-hmm. Did I say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Y'all are nailing it. Um, 
the, a part of people who are a part of that community and people who are also unaware because there are many people who are just like yourselves, just like how all of us have transitioned and all of us are growing and being better. A lot of us don't know that we are a part of these categories or a part of these particular scenarios of, uh, um, and communities in our lives. Um, one of the most important things that I did not know that I think is an incredibly piece of information that needs to be learned and once learned, then taught to everybody else is the opportunity of being able, and this of course has to deal with choosing whether or not you are that person or not that person, but when you are capable, you enforce it. Being able to identify your feelings and being able to articulate those feelings in a place where it is not an attack. And that goes with people who are not only feeling what they feel, but that goes with people who are also 100% unaware or uneducated about it such as people who don't know how to handle people who deal with depression and anxiety. Articulate the fact that you are unaware, but like you said, the difference between intent and impact, it, it, that has a tremendous amount of work that needs to be done in terms of that area, because in order for us to be better for each other and in order for us, in order for us to create that opportunity of understanding across the board when it comes down to it, is making sure that that lesson is learned because Personally, I would very much rather have someone who is dealing with trying to find the, the situation of them identifying who they are. I would rather them only be having to deal with simply trying to identify that and knowing that that is not a problem. Right. It's hard enough trying to identify who you are, but having the feeling and the pressure of knowing that if that's who you identify as and that can then result to being a problem that would that's a, that's 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 quicksand that's quicksand and that's not fair it's yeah. hard enough you know what i mean so yeah i think that's something that's really important yeah life life is tough enough as it is we don't need to bring down other people and feed into that negative energy i think like like i always say it's you got to kind of mind your own business everybody's going through their own struggles and just support if if you're not going to support people just mind your business and don't even get into it because there's no reason it's not affecting you right. in any way shape or form um and that that kind of negativity is just it's what's going to keep the cycle of, of pain and hatred going forever, but i also ever. feel i also feel that um a lot of the pain that comes from this is people not understanding or listening like we were talking about earlier i feel like um the pain of not just listening to somebody you could you could totally just like not not care mm -hmm. right. that's totally fine but at least listen to what they say and then go do what you need to do yeah right 100%. that's that's what i'm leaving it at right there yeah, right. the hardest the hardest part is the fact that like they actually have to listen it, it's yeah. impossible to educate a brick wall you know right yep it's like that meme right. of that guy arguing with the wall that's <laughs> me talking to you about chicken wings for those of you who don't know, this is a backstory. Maru eats wings know. and he leaves meat on the bone, and I hate him for it. I hate, him I for hate it. bone. Right? I hate him for it. No. Right. I don't want to eat right. meat on the bone. Don't don't get into this discussion as to whether it's wings still, if it doesn't have the bone in it. Oh my god. <laughs> That's not a discussion. Okay, That's, this, That's a nugget. Because like, here's one, right? Okay, so there's someone that's very close to me in my community called Tobin. He uh -huh. is extremely close to me. Uh, he recently had. Well, he made some... <laughs> Jane's already laughing here. <laughs> um, he made some chicken dippers. And when we asked, what dip you having? He turned around and went, I ain't having one. 
So then it is no longer chicken dippers, it is chicken fingies, because you can't dip dippers into no dip. Right. And this is the conversation that we got into it now. <laughs> now, we, now we bully him for it. See? Um, <laughs> he has a tendency of sending me pictures of his unfinished wings, and it pisses me off because now I have unfinished wings in my phone. And oh I got to explain that shit to people who go through my phone because they think that it's me and it's him. So you just set me up for, for bullshit and I don't appreciate it. So I, I told him, him I was going to set upset. up an OnlyFans just of me <laughs> eating chicken wings. Mark, that, would never the, that would literally be the only OnlyFans account that I would ever report. <laughs> <laughs> don't you ever put that. Don't you, I don't give a damn about the titties. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about... Y'all can post whatever type of porn y'all want. I don't care. I support all of y'all. But that motherfucker... No, you are not going to put that travesty I'm, on I'm gonna, I'm gonna that post. Enough. I'm going to post the the picture I'm that I sent you. It. And I just want to... Wanna, I'm going to put up a poll. And see if if I ate enough. If people think I ate enough, because I feel like I ate enough. It's just I don't want to eat cartilage. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat you're, cartilage. It's nasty. I hate them. You're opening up a door you don't want to open. I, I'm you have no it. idea. I guarantee it. I listen. I did it with mountaintop, and I'll do it with chicken wings. I don't care. All right, I'll, I'll, be, okay. I'll be devil's advocate. That's fine with me. I hate you. That's not devil's advocate. You're just a fucking <laughs> just a devil's advocate. You've been a dick. I just I hate him. I hate him. Um, I hate him. Never change. That's perfect. Okay, so that's I resign every week. <laughs> that's um katie if you want to finish up this question and then we'll do the outro and i'll, I'll have one last question to ask all the guys <laughs> yeah sure, um, go ahead so yeah if you want to just continue uh i don't i don't think we got to hear from you one like a positive impact or a positive experience you've had in, in streaming and being in the lgbtqia community is it just one it, or you, is I mean, it... you can talk as many as you want but right okay yeah. um well there's multiple they don't literally associate to lgbt because there's there's, like as jess has given an example of like there's so many i don't have any like cute pictures or anything like that to show uh it's it's more more private stuff which well after reading these ones i'm pretty sure they wouldn't appreciate it if i showed them but um yeah, no, that one's that one's really cute, by the way, Jess. Just want to say that, that's adorable. Isn't it so um, cute? Yeah. Um, but with mine, our heartwarming kind of stuff. We've had a lot of people like coming out to me, uh, coming out in chat, um, messaging uh, either the goons as a as a collective or just myself coming and saying like, you know, you guys make such a difference. Uh, you guys are giving me a place where I can just be myself, this, that, and the other. Um, and every single time is just incredible. Um, and then we've got just just everyone supporting each other. It's just so so nice. And then there's like little little interactions really warm my heart as well. Like there's times where I'll go to go before stream. I always have my OBS open and have stream starting, or even overnight. Like sometimes if I forget to turn my PC off, it's got OBS here was one time on stream right this one always tickles me because this has become a ongoing thing since we did it which is called rock paper scissors and this has become the chattel royale and this all started from from two people who are now mods um they started pretty much just going three two one so they'd let like between them they decided that one of them would count down and then on the three they'd both call out at the same second whether it's rock paper or scissors and they would play <laughs> like that and it was so fucking cute i was watching it just unfold they're all like they're like they'd call the same ones and they'd be there like oh fuck are you busy and then you're like 
they, they'd be doing it for ages because it was one day that I was running really late and they just started doing that and it was fucking hilarious. And then now that has become a thing where we've basically integrated the integrated Nightbot to randomly generate either rock, paper, or scissors if you do a command and then tag a person. So let's say me and Active were playing, I'd go exclamation point RPS and then Activision. And it would and it would go up saying OBK cat challenged uh, Activision. Oh, okay. I and, it. It's a one and either won or lost with rock, paper, or scissors. <laughs> And what we do now is we do like what we like to call Chattel Royale, where basically there's a huge table of 16 people who have subbed and basically they fight for VIP of the week and it's a huge knockout tournament. And we do that every week on Reset. And it's just become this amazing thing. I I absolutely adore it. There's there's shit like that. There's like when we've got the, uh, when we did uh, Corridors of Time, um, getting to interact with all them. Uh, to figure the map out, like working with Raid Secrets, working with uh, like all the big content creators like Glad, Datto, all of them, they were really welcoming, um, even though Datto was only there for like the first day. Um, but then like everyone else from that gang was amazing. And then we did it again for Seraph Towers, but we pretty much as a community uh, within my lot, we pretty much said that we want to ch- try and take over the top 10 as a goon force. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that week that we did it because we started on the Thursday and then we finished it by the Sunday. And um, I think six out of the top 10 or yeah, six out of the top 10 were from my chat, including myself. And then we also had played with the other two people that weren't Chevy because Chevy was busy doing his own thing. But like that was a triumph as well because we were like, oh, look at that. Um, and then there's also also like the, the 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 partner grind that we've been doing for a little while now, um, and just growing. Like we've pretty much gone from three viewers this time last year to now we're getting like 120 every stream, um, and this kind of stuff. Like it's just always just going and going and going, and seeing the amount of support that these guys come out with, like day in day out, and just that like I. I, don't, I know you guys have seen it probably on Twitter where I'm like, oh, I miss you guys on my fucking day off. I don't know what to do. Um, and it's literally because day in, day out, like, they're like, oh, where's stream? Come on, come on. And, like, I go to bed, look forward to seeing them the next day. They're always, like, making gifts of my emotes and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, ah, uh, it's, it's, it's fucking incredible just waking up every day and knowing I get to spend time with my goons. Like, it's incredible. I, that's wholesome as fuck. Yeah, I've told that's my awesome. chat that it's obviously I love having conversations with them one on one, but my favorite thing is is when I'm streaming, it's just watching them interact with each other and like goofing around yeah. with each other. And that's how you really yeah. build a community. So the yeah. fact that you have your your viewers are, are doing that and, and just having fun, um really <laughs> means that you're building something pretty cool. Sorry, I can see them. I can see them there doing that <laughs> the funniest fuck dude like he, he, right here's something i remember explaining this to them right i don't know if you guys would do this and you guys in the um in the filler chat so you guys as well right i want to know if any of you when you're reading chat do you ever when you see emotes do you ever even if you know what that person looks like who's putting an emote do you ever picture them as the emote that they're doing yes so like for example right like literally i will i will see them doing uh, i don't know if you guys have seen the motherland thing that we started like a while ago (laughs) 
where we get the shitty fluted Russian anthem. <laughs> um, and I sit there for about three minutes saluting, and they just spam my salute. Right, okay, hold on. If anyone's got my emotes in chat, oh, I think just I do what that. you do during the motherland. I don't know how many of them are here, but no. you guys know what to do. Um, but pretty much, I picture just on my desk, just a shit ton of them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're going to do it. Pretty much what's going on there with Shadow and Bree is what, like... Yeah, you, you see, like, oh, here we go. But, like, like you get, like, all of them doing that. Like, <laughs> every single person in chat, and they just do that, and I just picture all of them as as, as little ones like that. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. That's awesome. My chat just bullies me about eating chicken wings and playing because horror games. So. <laughs> because we hate They'll you. never catch me playing a horror game. Oh, they, that's, they, that's, I, I gave them a, a channel point. A channel point challenge if they raise enough <laughs> channel points to do that was uh, the first time i interacted with you yeah to do a horror, on, game yeah. Yeah. horror game but, okay yeah. now okay but in our defense okay we thought that she was going to choose something simple like a resident evil game <laughs> visage you chose visage if i'm gonna do it uh, yeah well that's just like you, do the, the scariest one i still haven't beaten visage <laughs> there's a reason for that i'll never forget listen I, i'm it's a real short story it's real it's a real open and closed case for those of you who played visage you know that in the main house there is a room that has a all door on the left a closet and a door on the right the door on the right is one hallway the door on the left is another hallway i came into said room from the door on the right I went to door on the left. That door was locked. I turned around, went back to door on the right to leave said room. That door is now locked. I'm stuck. Don't know where I'm at. And those of you who play Visage, you know that if you're in one spot for a particularly long time, your sanity starts to decrease, specifically if things start to get dark. There's one light bulb. The light goes out. Oh, my God. So now I'm locked in this goddamn room. I'm back on, though. So I'm thinking, all right, cool. Bet I'm safe, at least oh for now. God. I could wait it out. I forgot about the fucking closet. That door opened by itself. I immediately shut the game off. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even wait. I didn't even wait. That door cracked. I didn't even wait to see what was coming or what was behind it. I didn't even wait. I haven't played the game since. Just pulled the, I haven't touched the game since. Pulled that the was like, that's it. That was like four months ago. I haven't played the game since. <laughs> my, yeah, my chat is, they're, they're begging me to play. I'll probably play it again. <laughs> I'm See, here's it. the thing, All right? You guys know that I mainly play D2 like 99% of the time. Yeah, but you were playing Dead, uh, Dark Souls 3 the other day. I've been playing a lot of shit, right? Okay, so pretty much what happened was before Last of Us 2 came out, um, we were doing Last of Us 1 just to get back in the groove of it, familiarize everything, reattach our connection with the characters, all that kind of shit. Um, once we did the normal playthrough to remember the buttons, we went back and did it on um survival difficulty where and called it the doom of us and you had to have doom music the entire way through you couldn't <laughs> use self you had to engage in every single piece of combat and oh, that was God. incredible so fucking difficult mind you and i jumped at one point because i had no ammo and there was a bloater oh my god oh, no. i had to fucking peg it but i didn't realize it was there because it was on a different difficulty um, and obviously it puts an extra one in. Yeah. So I come around the corner, it fucking shows up and I fucking jump and fucking pull my shoulder. And there's so like, we've got shit like that. Then we play Last of Us 2. We've played, um, 
What what else have we played? Chat, if I'm if I miss anything, remind me. Uh Hellblade was one because we realized I hadn't played it after the Hellblade 2 announcement uh during Amazing. Xbox. Game is so good. I've, that is by far the best blade I've ever best game I've ever played. Uh that game hits me like a truck. I am scarred now at the fact that I will never play something as good as that. Um, <laughs> but we did it on hard mode in eight hours, just start to finish, just boom, blind. Just uh, that was that was amazing because we got bored of Destiny one day. It was like, oh, what can we do? We'd already done like seven hours of Destiny, and then just went, oh, you can play Hellblade, and then it was like, oh, okay, let's go, and just fucking did it. Um, what else have we done? Uh, there was a horror game. I can't remember which one it was, but like chat loves my horror stuff because I was, I originally started playing Slender, um, only like to like two people, but like mm. that was like horror games and me. That I can't be sending me. I don't. I'm, funny. I, I, I like they love they love seeing me shit myself. I like the thrill of shitting myself, and <laughs> that sounds weird, but yeah. I'm Nah, I'm too old. I'm too old. My heart can't take it. With horror <laughs> games, when it, when it comes down to horror games, I'm I'm not like I I'm so desensitized to all of that, right? I I don't have no issues with the gore, with the monsters, with the none of that. The thing that gets me is having to wait for shit to happen. Yes. The the the, the, the I, anticipation. I don't, do, I don't do patience. I don't do patience in that situation. Alien Isolation. It's one of those games. I hate alien Isolation. I tell all of my friends, if we are ever going to be chased by some monster, whatever the case may be, I'm giving you a hundred percent of my effort for at least eight hours. If we don't get out of this situation within eight hours, I'm staying there. Just leave me. <laughs> Resident Evil, what was it? Resident Evil 7? The worst uh, part yeah. about that game was the entire game. It felt like somebody was doing this to the Yes. Uh-huh. I hated it. I hated it. Oh, that was the first talking about it now was giving me gas. I don't want to talk about <laughs> that. was the first Resident Evil game I ever played was Resident Evil 7. And oh it craft my pants. Seriously? Yes. I'm yet to play it, but the problem I is know. I've I've watched I've watched too many playthroughs for it to be a genuine uh, uh, you play it VR. If you have the opportunity yeah, to I, I don't have it. I will I will try and get hold of it, but yeah, it's no, a I've got a different experience. The problem, it the problem with me is if I've watched a, enough of a playthrough of it, then it's like, it'll 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 completely kill anything that regardless regards to that. So like Dark Souls three, I I'd never played. I played the rest of the Souls like when like the latest one was what Bloodborne before Dark Souls three. So that was the last one I played, and I'd already started declining off the Souls like hype train at that point because I was like, oh well, you know what? First time I, played Dark I, I think I'm done with that. First engagement was a werewolf, and I had nothing. So I'm just like, you just, you just purposely don't. No, no. I love, I no. love Dark Souls. Mm. That's my but game. now we're doing, we're doing Dark Souls three, uh, and we're fucking. I, I'm, I'm loving that one that I'm extremely excited for. Right? I don't know if you've seen it. Is uh, I think it's the Median. Oh yes, yeah. that was good. Oh, Dude, I, I am so excited for that. Like literally. Great. I love that. I'm so ready for that. That is gonna like, be fantastic. Literally, we seen that in the Xbox reveal, and me and my chat just like kind of just went. The biggest thing. Here we go. <laughs> As everybody knows, I, Fable was my shit. I'm sorry. Once I saw Fable, I did that. I'm so. I'm really that that reaction went viral, and it's posted on my Twitter. It's posted on my tweet. It's pin, it's my pinned tweet. That reaction was ridiculous. I was mm. that fall got me, but I love it. Um, I love it. All right, not to cut the 
Oh, no, it's fine. Go ahead. I'm, I'm we good. was having fun. Just having fun. We yeah. were. I'm, I'm the parent has come in and be like, stop the fun. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna do our outros now. Uh, so in good old fashion, what we like to do is um go around and give uh, a shout out to somebody. Uh, it could be somebody in your personal life, somebody in your community. Um, and then I'll also have one last question for you guys. I did get a, a DM. I'm not gonna say who it was from, but somebody who just wasn't comfortable in uh in posting in chat, but they did have a, a question they wanted to ask. Um, so I'll have you guys uh answer that question. Um. Yeah, so basically, I'll do um, my shout-out. Uh, then we'll go in order. So we'll hit Jess, uh, Ellie, Nagi, and then Katie. Uh, no, nope, I'm we'll... last. You want to be last? <laughs> I'm last because I'm always first. Okay, that's true. We'll start with first. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll LA. And then Katie. Always. Nagi, <laughs> Ellie, and then and then Jess. Okay, um, cool. And then we'll go We'll go raid somebody. So uh, my shout-out for, for this week is probably going to be for... Um, her name is uh, Rilla Blossom. She's in chat right now. She's one of my mods. She uh, was one of the ones that came up to me wanting to see this topic um, be on the filler. Um, so yeah, I want to I wanna shout her out. Um, and she's also a great mod, even though she hates me. So that would be... Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so Katie, if you want to go um, do your shout out, do your outro, and the question um, that this person asked was let's see what gave uh people the energy strength to come out especially if they knew it might have adverse reactions by friends and family right okay so i will answer that question but just before i do that how is is there a specific number of shout outs i can do because i've got like a few people i want to do and then yeah go for it I think right okay so that it's not it won't take long but pretty much right okay so what i'd say is it kind of reaches a point where you're like okay i'm sick of living as someone i'm not i'm sick of trying to hide it becomes fucking exhausting and then at a certain point you've got to go right okay enough's enough i'm gonna fucking be me and if anyone's got a problem with it fuck them um and that's pretty much it what, what like it gets to a point in life where you go like you you you, you get sick of trying to go for other people's approval and you've got to start living by your own standards if you're feeling shitty one day then pretty much what you got to do is think what would the best version of me do and you go from there um a lot i write a lot of motivational tweets um sometimes they aren't i'm gonna admit selfishly half the time i'll put it and then like a couple of days later I'll be like, thank fuck I wrote that because I needed myself to motivate me in that way. And then I'll see that that was me at my peak. So I've got to reach that level. And then that brings me up. And pretty much what you've got to do is reach that point in life where if someone hasn't got time for you or doesn't give, isn't fully supportive of you or gives you any form of hassle and doesn't want to be there with you to support you and be a genuine positive influence on your life, then life's too short to fucking give a shit. You know, y- you you can't hold on to people to negative uh, influences around you because it's just going to drain you even more. And you need to get to a point where you can go enough's enough. I'm being me. Fuck yeah. Um, and in regards to shout outs, um, so I'm going to start one off, um, which is there are two people which are in my main team. Um, which is Team Throw 
um, which consists of Tobin and Anubis. I think they're both asleep right now. But those two guys have been the, well, they've been incredible. They've been my stream team for a couple of, like maybe a month now. Play with them day in, day out. They're an absolute amazing duo. Um, and I'm very proud to call them my fire team and my fucking two out of the three musketeers. Uh, they are incredible, incredibly supportive. They've got a similar mindset and drive as me, and they're just incredible friends. Um, I've just realized this is blurry. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Um, I want to give a shout out to my mom for finally coming around um, and, you know, seeing that I'm not some freak. Um, and then lastly, uh, just because I know these guys want to get onto theirs, um, I just want to give a shout out to every single one of you goons. Um, whether you're an old goon, new goon, whether you're not one yet, uh, but you will be in future, or you're one that has been in the past and you've moved on to, you know, different things. Um, you guys are fucking incredible. And thank you for making every day an absolute pleasure of existing. So, yeah, love you guys. Uh, you can find me over on pretty much anywhere at OBK Cat. Um, and yeah, that's me. Done. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate you. Uh, Nagi, if you want to go next. Don't talk to me, man. You don't eat all your wings, bro. Stop. I hate you. Stop. Stop I'm never going to let you live the down. I'm, I'm, when I'm an old man on both, I'm, I really feel like me and you are going to be on our deathbed together. And and you're going to be beside me, and I'm going to look you square in your face, and my last words are going to be, you ain't shit. And my last words would be, like, can I get one last chicken wing? Once I no, bro. It, oh, my I'm God. Just throw it at you. No. No, because that's not, I, bro. If we go out like that, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually all for that because that's like, that's like, a total golden moment. Um, no, but usually, I, I for those of you who know, I usually shout out Empress because she is just an amazing human being. But her, in combination of everything that we've been talking about since being on the filler, um, I want to give a shout out to, um, survivors. Last episode, we were having a discussion about um, something that I brought attention to the topic when it came down to mental health and when it comes down to just hardships. Um, everybody who deals with things, such as everyone here who's on this episode, such as everybody who I know personally, um, we are taught to be uh, praised as warriors. And <clears throat> one thing that I started to really deeply uh, analyze when it came down to being a warrior is that usually warriors fight um, with injuries. They fight with severe life-threatening wounds, gashes, bludgeon, whatever. Um, and usually when it comes down to the story of a warrior, they fight until the war is done and they die. And then you hear the story of their efforts over the course of time. They surpass the amounts of time, they become legend, but... I would much rather be a legend by someone who survives. I would much rather be someone who receives those injuries and gives it time to heal, to continue on the story my way. So with combination of the people who are here, who have been here on this episode, to the combination of everyone who has been on every previous episode about serious topics, to the people who are battling um, at their computers, to the people who are battling in general, you are not alone. I appreciate you. I acknowledge you. And my shout out goes specifically to you for your efforts and for your growth 
and for your ability to survive, not just endure. Because you are not a punching bag. You are not someone to just take people's shit. You're all badasses. And at the end of the day, you're a hero to somebody. Hey, Maru. I never give you a shout out, man. I'm giving you a shout out. You have done a fantastic job with the filler. You really have. You've done a fantastic job. You're educating people. You're helping people. You're making people. Um, you're changing lives. There are many people who have DM'd me personally because of the episodes that we've done. And every single episode, I always tell you, do a fantastic job. I just don't do it on camera. So I'm letting people know now. I text him every episode to let him know that he does well. So he'd be bullshitting y'all when he be telling y'all that I don't show him any love. Uh, I said you don't show me love on camera. Shut up. Okay. Well, he just says. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just <laughs> but yeah, you got to wait for the OnlyFans for that love on camera. I'm telling yeah, you, I'm a reporter. Right I'm a reporter. And then people going and people gonna hate me for this because oh Nagi, you don't support you don't support OnlyFans workers. I don't support that motherfucker's OnlyFans. I'm, I'm, no. I'm literally gonna do that after we're done here. I'm gonna hate I'm gonna find you and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make an OnlyFans as well, but I'm only gonna I'm gonna gonna share photos of, of OnlyFans. Most you know what fans. I'd love an OnlyFans of? Right. Mm. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I've been shouting them out a fucking hell of a lot recently. You guys heard of Cardboard Arm Man? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I was teaching him Scourge before stream here, yeah, right? Uh-huh. He fucking, oh, dude, he's, he's a class, right? I've just watched him now. He's, he's, so funny, been, he's, he's doing solo pit right now. And <laughs> he's just, he just cleared totems and just picked his dog off and just been like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, he's great. I love, I love he's so Cardboard. Funny. He's great. Definitely. He's great. Um, definitely. Uh, Ellie? If you want to give your um your shout out and uh if you want to answer the question uh you know uh just the 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 few newly hatched trans babies uh that have joined the communities recently i want to give a shout out to them i'm not going to name them because they're not out everywhere and i don't want to out them um but i'm i'm exceedingly proud of y'all motherfuckers and uh Bond the Dan Bond because he's an asshole. I love him. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. <Exactly>. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am Ellie Bean. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, I think. I don't fucking post on Instagram. But E-L-L-E-I-G-H Bean. Because I'm pretentious. <laughs> and then... Uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. My memory is dog shit. That's good. Um, so the question was, what gave people the energy strength to come out, especially if they knew it might have uh, it might have an adverse reaction by friends or family? Oh, I mean, for me, it was either I was gone or I continued the actual me. So it was it was a no brainer. And last but not least. Activision, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you maru and nogi for inviting me on the podcast uh Absolutely. so thank you to them um but uh, i'm gonna answer the question first and then i'll give my shout outs and stuff um the way that i see my life turning and the way that i felt the adverse affection like uh reactions from my parents and what uh you know not even knowing what my brothers thought uh when i came out to to them um really 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 negatively thought like gave me negative thoughts and i was not happy 
Um, the best way that I could give you advice to do it is fuck all the haters. Be happy of who you are. And if you're not, if you're not happy with the situation, wait till the situation gets better. Um, patience is key. It took me a long time to actually be able to get to the position I was at. Um, and these two lovely ladies next to me um, started by them, like they started younger than me. And the way that I see it now is that I can I can be an influence for somebody that like with Ellie and with other people that are there. Um, but just be yourself. Uh, don't listen to other people. Listen to your heart. Listen to what your heart tells you. Listen to your mind. Um, and just try to be happy. I know that's a hard thing to say, but try to be happy Tr and uh, surround yourself with good people. Um, so uh, my name is Activision, A-C-T-I-I-V-E-V-I-S-I-I-O-N. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, anywhere that is, you can find me. Um, mm -hmm. I also do a blog that I'm trying to get started on too. Uh, and that's going to be posted on Tumblr. Uh, but, support, 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 support. No, Follow. not yet. Not yet. There's only one post on there. So we'll hold it back for a second. And that was okay. kind of back. But um, a couple of shout outs. First of all, um, to my best friend, Ashley, thank you for sticking on my side and let, allowing me to live the life that I've always known um, and to allow me to be happy. Uh, she gave me the courage to basically walk out as a girl um for the first time in public and not get harassed um as badly as what it could have been so thank you to them and uh this might be hard but uh thank you to my moderators if it was past present or future uh, because without them in my life in 2018 i wouldn't have been alive they figured out where my dad lived um or it worked uh one of the moderators uh, did that and then told another moderator and then the moderator called my dad and my dad called my sister-in-law and it just it saved my life so thank it you to them intense it was super intense you can ask ellie like i was I there for that it was and it it wasn't it wasn't even like i wasn't even thinking of that at that time but they saved my life and that's what matters to me the most honestly um, but also, uh, thank you to everybody that has impacted my life. Um, I think the biggest thing is of meeting every single one of you uh, that I've I've seen in other people's chats, or that I interacted with, or I met in person, or that came up to me and and gives gives me hugs randomly at GCX and stuff. And I don't know who you are. Um, it's just it, it's a blessing to be able to to allow me to t tell my story. And allow people to to see the encouragement um, that I receive, and to to push forward through the tough times. Um, without you guys, I couldn't do anything. Um, you know, whether it's in my community, whether it's supporting another streamer, whether it's supporting yourself, whether it's supporting a friend, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, just support each other. Just support each other, because like you only have one life. You only have one life. Use it to your best advantage and make, make a wholehearted effort to make it better and live your life the greatest that it can be. Love it. I just want to um, thank you guys for, for being on the, the show and speaking your truth and, and educating not only me and, and Nagi, but everybody in chat. And I Absolutely. do hope that 
in the things that you guys shared um, and said that uh, somebody out there was positively impacted, even if it was just one person. If they if it gave them the courage and the strength to to speak their truth and be who they are, uh, then it definitely mattered. So just want to thank you guys. Um, do a little outro here. Anybody who's watching on YouTube, appreciate the support. Um, make sure you like and subscribe if you're listening on any podcast. Uh, I don't, I don't even know what you do on podcasts. Is it just follow? I think it's just follow, right? Yeah, I just follow and listen. Yeah, just follow and listen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing at this. Um, but yeah, appreciate everybody who tuned in today. Appreciate everybody who listened in and watched the episode. Um, yeah, thank you all.